Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. There you are. You can't miss today. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Should we just play Trey's yeah. walk and talk and call it a day? Let's <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, let me, let me, let, let's, start, let's, start, yeah. let's start here, Trey. What, what were your thoughts okay. about today's Sam Pittman's press conference? Well, I was wondering uh, if – all weekend if there would be a press conference and I then, agree. you know when you had uh, Zach Arnett fired and Jimbo Fisher fired and you just kind of like well today's the day I guess that everybody who's going to fire their coach fires their coach and um, you know I said it a lot of times when you know we're talking about what happens if this happens and this unfolds you never really know how you're going to feel about it until you're sitting in it and the one thing as I said Saturday that couldn't happen to Pittman on Saturday is losing 48-10 at home something like that you know you couldn't you just couldn't get blown out at home he's you know won a lot of grace back with the Florida game hey Danny Nose was the problem. They got that fixed. They got the offense going again, 481 yards, 39 points. Well, 31 points um, of the third. Well, well, third was 32, 33, 32 points out of the, uh, you know, possible uh, because Braxton had the interception return, but I digress. Uh, (laughs) Wait, what am I I thinking? The strip strip return. But, uh, you know, it's like everything got – fixed you know in a, in a way even though we know it did we know there's still problems with the offensive line um but to come back home in front of the home fans you had 72,033 there and i was saying i was thinking you know, it'll be about 70 here and you know some people were kind of laughing at me there'll be about 63 there and uh, you know of course they showed up the fans showed up for them again and uh, man just to lay an egg like that and it's 21-0 before the game even feels like it started just suddenly, 21 nothing in the first quarter. It's just, you can't keep putting a product like that out, and especially in front of the home fans. And that was, like, he could have lost, you know, lost a close game, lost a battle. Um, defense still hadn't quit on him, all that kind of stuff. And maybe we wouldn't be talking the same way about it. Um, but, man, Pittman knows that you have to win. I mean, he... I'm not breaking any news to him there. And, you know, I, the question I asked him after the press conference, that's that's about the hardest question that you can ask a coach. There's like no going back when you ask, are you concerned about your job security? Correct. And I'm glad you, you asked know. that, by the way. Well, it's the question that had to be asked. Yes, correct. In that moment, it had to be asked. And I don't take any pleasure in asking that. But um, it has to be asked. And, um, you know, he's – he gives the answer that you would expect. You know, you can ask that question, but you're going to get the question, you know, the answer that, you know, I'm the right guy for the job and all this stuff. And, you know, with Hunter Yurichek, um supporting him, I've, I've said this before, and of course he's going to support him. And that's what you do until the moment that it's, that it's over. You don't say, you're not just like, well, we're going to see how these next few games go, and then we have a tough decision to make possibly. You know, everything's, I have full faith in Sam Bittman to lead this program until the decision is made. And that's just the way 
the the system works. Um, you know, I don't think that when Sam Pittman was hired or when Jimbo Fisher was hired, they were saying, oh, we're going to put this $15 million or $16 million, you know, buyout when Sam Pittman's negotiation uh, happened or when Jimbo's was, you know, put at $76 million or whatever ridiculous number it is. You know, they weren't saying, well, we're going to put this on there, but we're never going to have to pay this. They knew that they would have to pay it eventually. I mean, coaches – and unless somebody comes in and takes your coach, which, you know, you've had success if somebody does that, um, you know, they know that eventually the coach is probably going to get fired. It's just it's, coaches are hired to be fired this day and age, and mm-hmm. the, the leash is even shorter than ever. Ask Zach Arnett about it. I mean, mm-hmm. he got less than a yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> less Ten than games. a year. Ten games. And I can understand because he's kind of a, you know, he's a stopgap coach. He was, yeah. you know, basically hired to carry on – what Mike Leach had started, and they went four and six, and we're getting you know the slot kicked out of them. If yep. they want a big-name coach, they can hire Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, they can go out and hire Jimbo. <laughs> I mean, how often do you see, guys, that um, two coaches play each other in the middle of the season or <laughs> the end of the season, one <laughs> wins 51-10, and they both get fired? I that mean, winner that got fired. The winner got fired before the loser did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, it's just that's the way college football is. Um, I was getting kind of an argument with somebody on uh, my podcast because I was talking about, you know, I, I get so tired of people saying the problem is they never should have extended him, given him a raise in the first place. So people still don't understand that that's how college football works, whether you like it or not. NIL is like that too, whether you like it or not, it's just how it is. In year two, you either extend your coach or you fire him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's one or two. So you're not going to fire Sam Pittman after he just went nine and four and gave you the best no. you know, season in a decade. Right. So all those people out there saying that Hunter Juracek made a mistake and that was ridiculous that him to do that. I mean, you're just kind of showing your ignorance that you don't know how the, the system works. And that's just it's, – it's college football. These coaches are celebrities. You know, big-time movie stars make $20 million for shooting a movie. Uh, these coaches are celebrities too, and they get paid millions of dollars. It's just how it is. You can like it or not, but, um, you know, odds are you're still going to tune in. Unless they're, you know <laughs> – unless they're, unless they're, you know, three and – what is, what is Arkansas, three and seven right now? I can't even keep up. I mean, I totally checked out of that game, guys, in the second half. I mean, I've never just completely checked out of a game. I haven't rewatched it. First time all season that I've not. First time I can remember in forever that I haven't gone back and rewatched the game and, you know, rewind the play over Why and over again. Why would you and, want to? Because yeah. I've always done it, but I couldn't bring myself <laughs> to do it. I mean, I still have a job to do. And, you know, I hope Sam Pittman understands that too because, you know, I – I have to be critical of him and, you know, call it like it is with the system. And at the same time, I have to go sit in the front row of his press conferences and ask questions, you know. Um, there's a lot of people out there. I'm not tooting my own horn, but a lot of people who are out there, you know, be very critical and, you know, negative all the time. They, you know, never look anybody in the face. And so it's, you know, it's a part of my job that I have to do. And, yeah, you know, right. it's it's not the funnest part. And it, <clears throat> All right, let's uh, talk with uh, Chris. Chris, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, how you doing, guys? Um, yeah, I, I tell you, I've listened to Walker talk, and, and then when Trey was somebody checked out of the game, I mean, I got to admit that's the first time probably since maybe the the second year of chat actually turned up a game. I got off doing something around the house and said, I don't even want to watch the end of the game. And 
that's not good. Yeah. It's especially a home game, you know, and that's something, you know, I remember seeing the bags on people's heads and that's, you know, back in back in the last year we lost to like Western Kentucky and whoever else we lost to that year, I forgot. But I think it's kind of the, the, it's, it's going to be hard if you if you let that coach go now, the rebuild will be the same as what his would look like next year. Seems like you know you know unless a yep. new guy just comes in and just so it's like I don't know what you're losing. I mean I know it's money and all that. I get all that, but it's kind of. Either way you look at it, it's like how would you you get the same thing probably next year that you got it like you said the transfer portal and the recruiting would all have to be based start back over and it's almost like in a way you look at it, it's like Pittman won his second year which had more players you know and I know it sounds bad but I mean it's like what was he done since he's been recruiting these guys you know yeah well Chad wasn't doing anything with them you know uh, oh, I. <laughs> I don't look at the two situations the same. I just felt like in so many ways Morris was, you know, kind of incompetent in leading this program in a lot of ways. Um, I don't know that that's the fact with Pittman. Uh, I think he made some calculated mistakes with who he hired, and it snowballs. It snowballs on you. I mean, I think back to, like, you know, how Missouri won that Kansas State game, you know, nail-biter at the end. Uh, I think something happened, you know, kind of tricky where they got it, maybe got away with something and they, they ended up right. uh, scoring to win the game on a, 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 a tremendously long field goal, I believe. Um, I mean, how much you think it stuff like that? that sorry. Coming from a coordinator, you know, I mean, coming from a position coach right to a coach. I think that was yeah. moving. I mean, he's a good motivator in men and all that. But, I mean, to become, you know, to skip that step, do you think that, you know, I'll hang up a list. Do you think that impact anything, you know, and, far as you know not being a coordinator for not not just a play call I don't no know i mean i think there have been other guys that have not been you know, know dabo swinney was was a position you, coach. he was a he was a wide receivers coach he was never a coordinator um i think there are other examples in college football of guys that you know have made that leap i just think you know he made some calculated mistakes on his offensive coordinator hire the offensive line has been a disaster and uh, you can't have that kind of offensive line and expect to have any kind of success. And that impacts K.J. Jefferson, who, you know, his energy is not there. His body language isn't there. And I don't know that I can blame a guy who constantly gets snaps rolled to him and gets high snaps, and his first read isn't the conflict defender. It's whether I'm getting the football clean. It's whether I'm getting the snap. And, you know, also, you know, I compare it to like a trust fall. You know what a trust fall is where you, like, close your eyes and lean backwards and you Ooh, trust that yeah. people behind you're going to catch you. Yeah. And after a few times, after they just forget and they just let you slam on the ground, you know, and you have to keep doing it, you don't trust them anymore. And, you know, KJ has been slammed in the back because the left tackle can't block so many times that who can blame him? And momentum snowballs throughout the season. And I was, I was bringing up that Missouri game against Kansas State because that was the first, like, something kind of magical happened to them, you know, and you start believing and you start fighting extra and it just snows ball. It's like the 98 season, you know, um, something magical happens and it, you just keep building and building on it. And it's amazing to me that really that the team hadn't let go of the rope completely until, until the Auburn game, that they held them together for so long, you know, losing close games, obviously, but still battling and still fighting for them. Um, so, that's, uh, you know, I guess that's kind of miraculous in and of itself. But, uh, you know, it, it snowballs. And at some point, what I saw was 
two teams out there, and you know, with them jumping out like they did, and all the momentum was lost. And, Ar- and Pittman was right; Arkansas just never had it, and they never regained it. I saw one team out there that wanted to be out there, and another that just didn't. And Arkansas was the team that didn't want to be out there, and that's just unacceptable. Yeah, I think you made mention of the Kansas State Missouri game. Is that the one where they they started booing Cook? Uh, I believe so. Maybe at the end, at the start of it, yeah. Yeah, and and the guy is, is is absolutely phenomenal. And I want to say this: I've been I've been in this business fifty years, and you're in journalism. You you get paid to ask the tough questions, and if you don't, yeah. everybody has a boss, and you have to answer to your boss. And you you did the you did the right exactly. thing. Yeah, well, he is oh, yeah. the boss. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Trey. This is another uh, effect, if you will, of things that are piling up. Uh, at the doorstep of Sam Pittman. He may not be aware of this. i got to believe that he is by now, for sure. Uh, Miss Linda was at the game. This from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Uh, players were smiling, laughing, slapping hands like they'd accomplished something to be happy about. Yeah, yeah. This was after the game. Hugging yeah. the Auburn players and laughing, cutting up as if nothing had happened, and the other ass she says uh, was making uh, Sam look so bad. The reason, and then the other part of that, and I'll kind of tie this in with the players' effort, which is amazing, coming off of the Florida game. But when Western Kentucky came a couple of years ago, the players sent the message to Morris: "We're through with you." They lay down. That's almost what it looked like Saturday night. It looked like the players laid down on their coach. That seems so bizarre. And then you throw in the fact that a so-called red shirt player takes a picture. Why is it on to begin with? The TV is on to begin with. Why is there even a TV in that locker room? But they put that out about the Polar Express, that further humiliates Sam Pittman. I don't get it. Is the team in some portions or otherwise, do you get the feeling that maybe some of them have turned on Sam? Well, I saw a couple of players laughing too, walking through the tunnel, and I don't like that. I mean, it's perception, first of all. Like, I mean, because I know I'm – pissed sure say that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and you know to see a couple players that just got done playing you know laughing in the tunnel that's that's not acceptable um the polar express thing i think sam's right in the fact that you know you got walk-ons and some red shirt players that don't play you know in the extra locker room watching polar express however that still shouldn't be happening that is unacceptable it shouldn't be happening. Like, I don't think that they are the reason. That, I think he's right. I don't think they're the reason they got their butts kicked. But um, that just doesn't – that doesn't happen. Does that you, go you to the overall culture? I think – I mean, yeah. I, I think the, that anybody think that that would be okay to do in the middle of a football game is um, – it speaks to – yeah, it, 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 that's a problem. That's a problem. I it mean – But, you know, the thing it about is. it is, guys – how can you quit on a coach who has treated players about as ni- kindly as you can treat players? 
And yeah, that's the thing about Sam Pittman, and maybe he's been too kind. I don't know. But the guy is definitely a, a coach who loves his players. Mm-hmm. How can you quit on a coach like that? If you quit on a coach like that, you'll quit on anything. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, it's it's snowball, it snowballs. And, you know, the season hasn't gone very well, and then the game happened the way it happened. You know, the Florida game, which I was kind of fumbling over a minute ago, you know, that kind of happened the opposite way for Arkansas. You know, they went down there and scored. They got a big turnover and, and uh, you know, a, a, whatever you want to call it, a strip and six. And it's 14-0 right there, and they've got all the momentum in the world and kind of stuns Florida at home yeah. and, you know, takes the crowd out of it and all that stuff. And it's kind of the other side of, of the coin there. And that, that happened to Arkansas even worse with going, yeah. you know, 21-0. Um, so, I, I, again, I think it's been – I do think it's been impressive in light of everything that's happened. Not that they've lost so many, but that they've still kind of been holding on to the rope. Mm -hmm. But, and I broke this down too, you know, on Saturday, but this Auburn team, which, you know, pushed Arkansas around on Saturday. Mm -hmm. There's a, you know, there's a Juco transfer up there, Western Kentucky offensive line transfer, a FIU tight end transfer, another offensive lineman who's a transfer from Tulsa. Mm-hmm. The East Carolina transfer, who's the starting center, was out of the game. They had a true freshman starting in place of him. And, I, you know, I mentioned, you know, Peyton Thorne. It's not like he was some super recruit out of high school. Jarquez no. Hunter wasn't a super recruit. But no. Hugh Freeze has him playing, doesn't he? He's yeah, got he those guys playing. And uh, it's this is not a typical, like, you know, a bunch of four- and five-stars that Auburn has had in the system and has brought up and, um, you know, just runs over Arkansas. It's, that's not what that team was. You know, that's a very average Auburn team um, in terms of personnel. And so that's, you know, that makes it doubly disheartening. 48, t- you just can't you can't lose at home with the season that they've had in front of, a you know, 72,000. You just you can't lose 48-10. You just can't. Oh, yes, and they can. They did. They did, but they you know should. what I mean. And, they and, should. And, yeah. yeah, there's not a single person that I've talked to that, you know, thinks that, you know, the Sam Pittman regime is going to carry on past this season. I haven't talked to anybody that thinks that. Have you all? No. No. And there, no. There's, how, how can they? How can that I happen? haven't talked to anybody that said, well, let's let's give him one more year. He just needs a little more time. I haven't talked to a single person. No. Not a single. I mean, it's gotten to that point. So, you lose the That's fan base, hard to get them back. Yeah, well, you talk. got a six thirty game, guys, Saturday oh against FIU. How many people's going? Thirty thousand, maybe twenty-five thousand. The high end would be forty-five, I think. Jim, high end. good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? <laughs> no, but I just heard yeah. Jim say, "Not me." <laughs> <laughs> I heard the same thing. Yeah. Jim's oh, not man. going. No, I'm not going to be going. I'm going to be smoking meats and, you know, enjoying the weather. Hey, right, now, real quick, Trey, uh, was you in there watching Polar Express with him? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. We weren't invited it. either. Most of us have popcorn. I wasn't going to come yeah. without popcorn. I <laughs> know. Uh, that's right. No, hey, real quick, um, when, when people die, what's the one thing families fight over? Money. 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 What? In the world, why do we think that 18, 19-year-old kid is not going to be jealous? In the streets, what do they kill for? They kill for money. What's everybody's going to get rich? Jealousy and money is the root of all evil. So why do we not believe that people showing up in vehicles, nice suits, is not going to cause problems? 
at the end of the day with 18, 19-year-old kids seeing these few people out here, um, you know, succeeding in financially. No, you but know, is no Arkansas the only program start. doing that? No, they're Maybe. not. So that, no, that's my point. You've got to have a leader that, one, can control that. You've got to have a leader that the players respect. Now, Sam is nice, but at the end of the day, nice don't always win. That's you true. got to have respect, and, and 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 that's one thing that Bobby P demanded was respect. That's the one thing must is going to demand is respect. And I like Pittman, I do, I do like Pittman. But at the end of the day, uh, you got to have players that respect you, and you can't baby them. Uh, and you got to keep and you got to keep it one hundred percent transparent to them. Besides that, y'all have a good one. Go Hogs. Thank you, There's Jim. a balance somewhere in between there, especially in this landscape. It's just it's a different world out there, and. There's probably a lot of coaches that don't know exactly what to do. Trey, you sure you don't want to stay on for a couple of more hours? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. I think I've said my piece. <laughs> All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. Back in a moment.